Do you want to reach your full kingdom potential? Welcome to Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Listen, it's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. Man, I gotta say that one more time. It's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. It's time to take action and connection, involvement and commitment to the next level. Here's Carlos Rivera. Revival is here. Uh, Look at Hosea chapter 10, verse 12. Sow for yourselves righteousness. Reap in mercy. Break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord till he comes and rains righteousness on you. Mm, I got to tell you, this is such a good word. I'm going to expound on it here in a moment. The only reason we don't have revival is because we're willing to live without it. Mm, Come on. The only reason we don't have revival is because we're willing to live without it. Mm. I tell you what, I believe that God is going to do something so unprecedented in our time. The revival, you know, Webster's Dictionary defines revival as this, a renewed attention or interest in something. A renewed interest, a renewed attention. It's a renewed focus. See, here are some important questions that we need to ask ourselves today. The first one is this. How interested are we in knowing Jesus more intimately today than yesterday? Now, what what is our real focus? How interested and how passionate are we? Let me ask you a second question. How interested are we in gaining a greater knowledge and understanding of his word? Are we hungry for his word? Are we hungry for knowing Christ? Are we hungry for his presence? And just how interested are we in sharing Christ with a dying world around us? I tell you, those three questions right there may ignite something inside of us. And I hope it does. It did in me when I thought about it about how hungry we are for a relationship with Jesus, how hungry are we for his word to hear from him every day, and of course, how interested and how passionate are we about about sharing Christ with others. Listen, this world around us is dying. See, we know that. We know that people that, you know, we don't, we don't get to live forever, right? We know that, that none of us get out of this thing alive. Amen. Right. So we know that. So that how passionate are we to understand the infinite things of this world, like the eternal, right? Uh, the fact that all of us live eternally, no matter who we are. The question is, where will we live? I believe this, that when we stop getting angry at the sins of others, and start weeping over our own, that's when the Holy Spirit will move and revival will come. See, I believe that with all my heart, you know, and just just so you know, I find myself guilty of that as well. Sometimes I just get angry at the sin that I see in this world, uh, some of the things that I hear, and of course, uh, uh, you know, things that are happening in schools and, and the education system. And, and I look at all these things, and they just sometimes I just get angry But I realize, you know, the world is going to be the world. But am I broken about my own sin? Am I broken about my shortcomings? 
of the things that I do wrong. Amen. Are we broken over the, 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 the stuff that we fall short in, right? Because I believe that when we stop getting angry at the things that other people are doing, this world's always going to be broken. The sin of this world seems like it's getting worse. But listen, I believe that as we continue to serve the Lord and we continue to uh, uh, seek after him, then, then the closer we get to God, then his holiness will begin to to, to overtake us and then not just cry, not just get angry for other people's sin, but, you know, really repent, really turn because we have brokenness in us. We have sin in us that we need to deal with. And when we get to that point of repentance and the Holy Spirit begins to pour himself out on our personal lives, amen, then I believe revival, the spirit will move, revival will begin to expand, right? Because I believe true revival begins with us. That's right. You and I, that's where it starts. That's where it starts. I, I believe that, that when we begin to take responsibility for our own spiritual life, amen, then I believe that it must be uh, intimately personal. And got to remember this, that it's not just a one-time thing. When your spirit is renewed, when, when you begin to pray and seek God and believe God for great things uh, for those around you, for your unsaved loved ones, for those that need healing and deliverance, for those that need salvation. You see, I believe that we can revive ourselves every single morning and it begins to accumulate day by day. It's an ongoing transformation of our hearts to constantly be moved by the Holy Spirit. That's right. See, we need to break up this fallow ground. That's what that scripture we just read, Hosea said, to break up that fallow ground daily. And when it talks about fallow ground, it's talking about our hearts. It's about our hearts that can get so hardened throughout the day as we encounter all these situations, as we're, as we, the pressures of life start coming against us, then our hearts can get hardened, right? But I believe that we need to break up that fallow ground, those places in our hearts which we've allowed to grow hard. That's right. Sometimes just the cares of this world, sometimes relationship issues, certain things can come against us and it hardens our heart. At the heart of every revival is the heart of prayer. See, I believe that when our hearts turn to God in prayer, when we're constantly praying all day long, when, and when we're, as we're going through our day, we could just be conscious of God's worry. We could be praising Him all day long, just, you know, as you're walking, as you're talking. I know when I'm in my car, I got music playing or I'm listening to the Word of God. Whatever it is, you can stay conscious all day long. And that's where the renewing of the Holy Spirit, that's where the water of the Word of God begins to cleanse our hearts and cleanse our minds. And see, I believe that we need to ask the Lord to reveal those hard places and repent from them. Amen. We need to reveal, for God to reveal those hard areas in our lives so we can turn away from those sins. Turn away from those attitudes, right? Turn, turn away from those biases that we may have in our lives. See, we need to pray that he would forgive us, then ask him to heal all our rough edges. Oh my goodness, that's right. See, I believe we need to pray for forgiveness. We need to pray for God to just take those rough areas and just smooth them out in our lives. Because I believe that God's desire is that we might be soft before him and sensitive to the leading of his Holy Spirit. That's right, being sensitive. And that, and that, takes, that takes commitment to prayer, that, that means being honest in the presence of God. That's right. And when we're honest in the presence of God, 
and we say, you know, Lord, I fell short. I mean, I, I blew it. When we do that, you know what happens? God begins to change everything. He begins to change us. He begins uh, to, to, uh, to move in our lives because we give him access. Give God access to all the areas of your life, whether it be your personal life, your relationships, your marriage, even your professional uh, work, you know, whatever you do during the day, whether it be a business or you're employed, give it all to God. Be the same person you are in every area of your life. Be transparent in God's presence. When you're transparent in the presence of the Lord, then other people around you see that transparency and they're drawn to it. Not because we're perfect, but because we serve a perfect God. See, as we open ourselves to the moving of the Spirit of God, then we will usher in a new move of God within us. Mmm, that's so good. Open our hearts, allow the Holy Spirit to move in us and to also move through us, amen, and make an impact all around us. Listen, it's time to get serious. You see, it's a new season. So let's begin the season the right way, in revival. In revival, what a way to begin this new season of our lives. Even now, as spring is coming in now, and the seasons are changing in the world. And here, of course, it's, they're changing uh, seasons in the U.S. Listen, this is going to be awesome. The seasons are changing, and so is the wind of revival is blowing through the church right now. So embrace it. Not just embrace it, but engage it. Engage it. And then look at yourself and say, God, what has to happen in me that I may have a revival myself? Amen. A revival is nothing else than a new beginning of obedience to God. Mm. A revival is nothing else but a new beginning of obedience to God. Listen, let's tune in. Let's, let's really, really zone in on obeying God's word. He's been speaking to us in so many areas of our lives. It's time for us to say, God, I surrender. I just give it to you right now because I need you to do something in my own life. And when we get to that point, when we're not looking outside, but we're looking inside, that we can come into the house of God, lift up our heads, worship the Lord, even throughout the whole week, not just in the church, but all week long. And I believe that that revival wind will blow through our souls and begin to transform us. And not just transform us, but change those around us. Oh, listen, when we're in revival, others are in revival as well. Oh, come on, somebody. When we're in revival, that revival is contagious and others will catch the fire. Catch the fire of revival. Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Don't forget to share this podcast. Let us know how God is working in your life and how we can pray for you. If you wonder about it, wander around it, worry about it, join us for fresh inspiration and motivation from the Word of God with new episodes available every Friday. Connect with Carlos at carlosmrivera.com.